Hello, this is Jenna, and welcome to the Elevate Yourself podcast, where we can talk about beauty and self-care without judgment. The pandemic has been tough on everyone, especially hard hit have been working moms who already were doing too much before COVID. And they're burning out in record numbers. More than half of working moms are experiencing symptoms of burnout. According to a recent poll conducted by CNBC and SurveyMonkey, even before the pandemic, working mothers were 28% more likely to experience burnout than fathers. Now, more than ever, the majority of the housework, schoolwork, and emotional support of children is falling on moms. While 55% of parents surveyed have transitioned to working from home during the pandemic, a majority of them also report that they have to help with childcare so they can't do their jobs. But of those parents working from home without childcare, 56% report having difficulty successfully navigating work and their expanded parenting duties. This week's podcast episode, I just wanted to summarize something specific to burnout with working moms and moms in general, because it is such a specific segment of things. And I think moms sometimes are so giving that they really give and give and give, and then they're last on the list. And so just really dedicating this episode to what moms can do for themselves and just like kind of like in honoring them, you deserve this. And it's really important for you to take care of yourself so that you can give back that you can't pour from an empty cup. And what I've seen in the past is that they would just want to put everyone first. And so they feel really guilty if they are putting themselves before the needs of anyone in their family. But sometimes this just leads to a really bad situation. And the only way to get out of that situation and to fight that burnout is to start giving back to yourself first. So how moms can cope up. Number one would be be honest and talk about it with people you trust. Once burnout takes hold, people tend to retreat and become isolated. Reach out to family, friends, and counselors before that happens. Seek virtual help from a therapist or support group. Now more than ever, it is easier to get support online and you don't have to worry about maybe you're concerned about being in a small town and feeling private about things. You can totally go virtually and remain pretty independent and anonymous and still get the support you need. So number two, ask for help. Ask your partner for more help with the household chores and parenting tasks. Tap your network of friends and family and seek additional childcare resources. Talk with your manager and coworkers about increased flexibility and strategies to manage your workload. You'd be surprised how many managers and bosses are looking for that feedback from you because it's the number one thing that if you are happy in your career and your job and if your job works for you, you'll work for your job. I wouldn't feel like you need to bury that deep down. I think creating that dialogue is the first step to really seeing a change in that and creating strategies to overcome that burnout. But it's got to happen through asking for help as well. So number three would be create routines. Work and life responsibilities have melded together during the pandemic. So especially for those who are working from home or have been working from home, it's important for them to keep a consistent routine that includes both working time and downtime with the family. Sometimes when these things blur together, it just everything will seem like work and you really have to still take that time for yourself. So number four, schedule me time. Take off those self-care boxes. Give yourself time each day to decompress. Get away from work or school screen and move around. So really important to make sure you get your exercise for mental clarity 
and just have some time to stimulate your mind too. I love doing podcasts or listening to podcasts. Maybe you like reading. It could even be something like book club or who knows. Whatever tickles your fancy, yoga, meditation, get it in you. Make sure you schedule time for yourself. So number five, set boundaries. Learn to say no or find alternatives. If you can't set boundaries and communicate what works for you, then you can't expect anyone else to know these things or intuitively find out. It's really important to help people help you. Don't be afraid to ask people for what you need out of a relationship or a work situation, for example, because more often than not, people will be really happy that you've told them what is going to help you rather than just continuing to be burnt out and seeing the results of that burnout in that relationship. So number six, monotask instead of multitasking. Rather than berate yourself for not doing more, accept that you can't do everything. Resist the urge to multitask and allow yourself to be present in what you're doing in the moment, be it spending time with your kids or catching up with a friend or colleague. Sometimes the pressure of trying to get exercise can make things feel worse or something like that. Like if you're feeling guilty for failing to meet another goal, you need to also give yourself some forgiveness. Forgiveness is really important in all situations because it helps you move forward without being linked to a negative thing in the past. The negative thing in the past is going to bring you down and hold you in that same spot and keep you coming back to those things again and again and again. So if you don't offer yourself the gift of forgiveness, just like forgive and forget really that that didn't work out, you're going to have a harder time moving forward because you're going to have guilt in not completing the thing that you built yourself up that you needed to do so much. So just reset every day, I would say, is a really good way to think about it. If things didn't go so great the next day, it's there is tomorrow. And tomorrow, don't judge what you should do one day from what didn't happen the next day. Just look at the positive of what can come out of the current situation that you're in. So lowering your expectations can be also Another way to do this, just focus on the basics, like getting a good night's sleep, which is actually way more important than most people think it is. Going for a short walk or having a few minutes of quiet time as more of restorative methods of self-care. And then a more productive way than cutting yourself down for and feeling guilty for not doing things is to celebrate these little wins. So whatever went well, keep focusing on that. Keep building on that. And keep that momentum going because that is going to be a much more positive mind frame for you than cutting yourself down and feeling guilty and struggling with the negative things that have happened to move forward. So we've researched some essential self-care tips for moms to try and help with fight this burnout and this post-COVID burnout. Number one would be focus on the physical. Pick what's right for your fitness level. Take a walk around the block, stretch or do some yoga, take your bike out for a spin, train for a 5k walk or fun run. Just spend some time in your garden even or like mowing the lawn or raking some leaves. There's a lot of girls in the studio right now talking about 75 hard. That's a kind of cool program that's really adaptable to pretty much any lifestyle, apparently, from what I've been hearing on the Lash Beds. So we'll link this in the show notes and you can check that one out. It's free, I believe, to do. So that might offer some inspiration as well. Number two, give your brain a boost. So write in your journal, sketch something you love or pick up a coloring book, meditate, 
read a good book, maybe even do a crossword puzzle or something like that, or listen to a podcast. (laughs) Taking a class can be a great thing too, or also picking up a new hobby. So if you do feel stuck in your job, or maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and you want to get back into the working field, but you're not exactly sure how, and you think that maybe adding a career on top of everything is just going to be such a struggle, and you're not really sure where to start, you can take a small little course and just like start the building blocks of practicing. For example, like a classic lash extension course or something, if you were interested in beauty or you know, if you're going back to school, even you don't need to take a full course load, you can just take one or two courses and take that time out for yourself. Maybe it's time when you have family or a husband or can trade off with another mom and kind of have some time to yourself and do this kind of course or something to boost your career to give you a little bit more work life balance with your home life balance, I guess. So number three would be pamper yourself. This one should be the easiest to do and the most fun. It should come pretty naturally to most people. So relax in a hot bath, plan a spa day, get your nails, brows, or lashes done, sneak in a nap. (laughs) Sometimes for me in the studio, I love to put a heated eye mask on if I have a no-show or something and just get a little snooze in there. There's probably a lot of ways in your day where you could sneak a little nap. Just being prepared and kind of getting excited about it, having it on the back burner of like, ooh, if this happens, I'm going to take a nap. Then you can just make the best use of this time because sometimes when something happens unexpected that leaves you with a little bit of time, you just try and fill it with another chore or something. But if you get excited about doing a self-care thing, like just as so simple as taking a nap, It can be a great way for you to take back time during your day. So also give yourself a facial or a massage. Kimberly from Sage Sparrow Beauty will tag this in the show notes. In her reels on her Instagram, she has like basically how to's, how to do all kinds of facial massage or reflexology with your face. So like how to do this at home by yourself. So I would really check out that, you know, you can do that. If you have 10 or 15 minutes, just check out the Instagram on your phone and like you can do it anywhere really. So it can be so simple sometimes to find time for yourself if you're really keeping it fresh in the back of your mind that these things exist and are easy and you have them there programmed ready to go when you have like five to 10 extra minutes. So number four, find time with your friends. This is maybe not the most natural thing after all this COVID stuff has happened, but make time to have lunch at a new restaurant or go on a walk or hike, go window shopping, volunteer with a friend, join a book club or a mom's group. If you're religious, church can be a great thing for you as well. Just try and connect with people. If you're having a hard time as a mom finding childcare, maybe a mom group is the best thing for you or a child play group can be a really good resource. Even like swimming lessons for your kids can be probably a really good way to find some time for you to hang out with your friends. Number five, hone your skills. So up your cooking game by trying a new and different recipe. So get back into a sport you love, take classes or courses of things that you're interested in. All these things are great strategies to just refill your cup and have a lot more time to 
I can see how motherhood can sometimes often feel overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. A better understanding of what parental burnout is can help you create a plan to move forward. You might be experiencing burnout because you're comparing yourself to other moms. That's not healthy. You have to know that each child is unique and so are the moms. Moms seem to have an inner critic who never sleeps. It's the most important job after all. So be bold and tell your inner critic to shut up. (laughs) You're doing a great job. Parenting and work perfection is an unachievable goal, but learning to forgive yourself will definitely help you recover faster from mom burnout without the guilt. Remember, the best mother for your children is you. So in order to remain the best version of yourself, it's also important to recognize and foster what you will need to remain healthy, connected, and happy. Love this episode? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thanks for listening.